All right. Hello, Vineyard. Hello, Vineyard. Yes. Welcome to episode three. We're so excited you're joining us to our interactive podcast. Thanks for being here, Dad. Always appreciate it when you join us. Happy to be a part of the podcast. It's all good. And then don't forget to welcome Gibson. Of course. Got to mention the cat. She's in the background. She's she's sleeping right now. She'll do some cat things throughout the show. She she will probably do some cat things very soon, yeah. (laughs) She does that. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I'm looking at myself on the screen. We uh, we set up a pool at my house, and I'm like the tannest I've ever been, even though it's kind of like pink tan. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's still, I understand. It's still great being outside. So. Yeah. You co- yeah. Could you come by that pink tan kind of naturally? Yep. It's part of uh, part of who we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, just want to remind everybody tuning in, if you. Uh, if you want to see your comments on the screen, you can interact with us. Just comment on Facebook or YouTube. We can see it. For example, Alicia, Alicia not Alicia. I got to call her Alicia from now on. I says Alicia. hello. And, uh, hi, Alicia. She actually, I saw this too. She said hi to the cat too. Hi, Gibson. So, Aww. Gibson nice. would care if she was awake. I don't think she would care. No. See, Did you, you, go, go, going back in the day, Gibson used to be my cat, and then right. when I got married, then, uh, Kim is slightly allergic to cats and doesn't really like the smell of litter boxes, so uh, you have a rescue cat now. So she technically what I call her is a rescue cat, yes, so <laughs> we share an office. And she's so named after uh, the guitar brand. Yeah, yeah, so that's how... She, she she was your cat, that's for sure. Now she, I saw this meme about everything that's going on where where dogs think somehow the the whole stay at home thing is a reward and cats think it's a punishment. Like, what are you doing in my house? Get out! Yeah, why are you here so much? Leave. Okay, well that's good. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's do some things here. So I'm looking at the the notes that you sent me. Oh, hi. Somebody new. Good Janine. to have you here. So we're talking. Thank you. Yeah, hi, Janine. So we're um, we were we're talking about the giveaway. Some there, I see that on the notes, and I had uh, compiled some statistics that uh, I'll be sharing on the weekend that I wanted to share with folks about what uh, what we've been able to do um, in April, and um, you know, our giveaways. Uh, the history kind of is, you know, so March fifteenth was the sort of the last. Uh, Sunday that we could meet as a church, um, and then uh, because on the 16th was when the president announced his 15 days to slow the spread, you know, which he added to with another 30. So that first week, um, we were kind of just trying to make sure we were good to go online. You know, fortunately, we were pretty well prepared for that, but but uh, we've been adding ever since then, fine-tuning things, but we got our first online service underway on the 22nd, uh, you know, new, so totally online service. And then uh, on the 25th, we started our first giveaway. That was a Wednesday. So pretty quickly, we started doing new things in ministry, things we had done. That was a Wednesday giveaway, and we were giving away uh, toilet paper and paper towel because that was a huge need. Still um, is. and Still is, yeah. So we continue to give it away. And then um, 
on uh, we did a we did another giveaway on the 28th, and then starting um, uh, that following week, we started adding rice and pasta and the meal kits to all the giveaways, and um, and then on the 4th of April, we added a prayer drive-through station, which has been a huge deal on the giveaways, uh, and. Um, and then on the 16th of April, we started doing uh, communion drive-throughs on Sundays. So we've been, you know, adding these things as we go. But we we sort of did a quick uh, tally of the stuff that um, the church, through the generosity of the church, that we have purchased and given away um, uh, through the end of April. And so um, there was 3,500 rolls of toilet paper so far, 3,500 rolls of paper towel, 5,000 pounds of rice, 4,000 pounds of pasta. 2,500 of those meal kits, which are really nice meal kits. Uh, this last one we gave away was uh, pressed chicken, which was uh, you know a whole chicken uh, split in half uh, with baked potatoes and, and uh, peas, nice meals. So 2,500 meal kits, but that's uh, when you do uh, you know quick math, those meal kits feed four or five people. That's over 10,000 meals and uh, over 2,000 pounds of fr- uh, fresh produce that we've purchased and given away. And so, you know, my, I just want to continue to thank the church for being so generous that we could go out and purchase these things and then give them away to people in our community uh, to bless them. And we're continuing to do that through May. We're going to keep up the meal kits and the toilet paper and the paper towel. I don't think we're going to give away uh, uh, the rice and pasta so much anymore because you can... You can find those things now in the stores again, but sure. still that row, uh, that row at Winn Dixie with supposed to have paper towel and toilet paper is still empty. So we'll keep um, we'll keep purchasing those things and, and uh, giving them away. We were a couple minutes late getting started today because Douglas had a uh, was over <laughs> I was the facility in and a, the, the toilet a, a shipment yeah. of toilet paper showed up. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, so we just uh, got about another thousand rolls to give away. So that's going on with that, and that's been real good. Um, we've also last week we really sort of doubled up on our um, our Zoom meeting uh, studies. We we structured those, and um, so we had our first full round of of Zoom um, Bible studies, and uh, they went really well. Uh, all of them were were really well attended, and so we're excited about that. And so you can uh, you can check those out at vineyardzoom.com. Uh, and that will take you to a place on our website with a schedule of the events of all the different Zoom studies, and we'll be adding to that. And we're going to keep those going um, into the future because we think it's a great way to meet. We've we've um, uh, really heard back that that even though we're, you know you're not in the same place, the presence of God is very real and the Spirit's moving, and so we just think it's an excellent addition to everything else. So. Uh, so those are going well. Again, check those things out at vineyardzoom.com and then you know get on Zoom and log in and be a part. Those are all interactive studies, and we'd like for you to be involved with that. Yeah. Please join us for the, the Wednesday night Zoom session. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> we were waiting, and I think everybody was a little scared of us. But, uh, you know, we definitely want yeah. the, the interaction on all of them. So yeah, definitely the, the difference with the, the – the Wednesday night Zoom, it's a little different because we're streaming it. And sure. so I think people might be a little hesitant to log in. But log in. We'll, uh, while I'm teaching, you know, we'll keep you, we'll keep you off. And then if you have any questions uh, about that, and we're continuing our Old Testament survey. I had got into that, but another four or five weeks, I'll probably be out of that. We'll start a new course. And um, we'll be talking more about the Bible Institute here in a little while. But... Uh, we're kind of pressing through some of these things we have on top. What's this, Douglas? You have, you have a, a podcast interview coming up with Will Doggett. What's that all about? Yeah, so 
in the beginning of March, I did an interview with Will Doggett, who's an Ableton Live certified instructor. That's the software I use to uh, help us automate a lot of the worship elements. And he has his own podcast uh, for his site called From Studios to Stage. So he interviewed me at the beginning of March, and now it's come time where it's about to be published, that interview. So that should be this Monday or the following Monday. I'm not exactly sure, but that's coming up in the next few weeks. So um, check my socials for that if you're if you really just want to hear me talk. It's mostly nerd stuff, but there's some good church stuff too. So, uh, but, but yeah, if you definitely like to be, you know, nerding out, That'll be a very nerdy conversation. But there was a lot of good church stuff, too. So, But, yeah, that was right in the beginning of March, right before all the quarantine stuff started happening. So, uh, And, you know, he wanted me to talk about how churches use this software. And, you know, we, we still used it every weekend, too, just in a different way. But it's been right. very helpful to do yeah. all of that. So... But yeah, that's going to be fun. That'll be one of these weeks. Check out the socials. I will share that. And um, I saw Jerry come in and say hello a minute ago. Hi, Jerry. Nice to have you. And he'll probably like your nerd speak. Um, I think yeah, he'd definitely benefit from listening to me talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he not so much benefit, but maybe enjoy. Oh yeah, and and Alicia's letting us know she's starting a new Facebook group. Um, on scripture writing, Bible writing, and uh, it's all planned through May, and um, that looks really good. And people are already joining. If you wanna, if you wanna go through that with her, that's another thing that we're doing. That's besides the Zoom stuff. We're we're trying to incorporate some. For those of you that don't want to get on, you know, and interact with the computer, you can go on Facebook. And so there's a new group that she's starting on the Facebook page. I'm sure you can go and find that. And there's Jerry saying that he loves the nerd <laughs> stuff. He's been Jerry's been hard at work on our yeah, network. Jerry uh, has been. Stuff. Nerding out big time at the church. We'll uh, yeah, definitely get some mad props to Jerry. He's always been a great yeah. sound guy, and yeah, now he's helping me out with the internet here at the church. The networking. That's a whole nother nerd talk for another conversation. I think most of our yeah 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 we most don't. of our group here really doesn't care, yeah. <laughs> but maybe they do. Don't care about that. Yeah yeah. Who knows? Well, they can get with you. You need to do a, like a nerd Zoom thing, the, and um, that can be your deal. Yeah. So that'll be good. You probably get a lot of folks on that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Okay, so the the sermon this week. Um, so we're in we're uh, we're in a series called Light, and I want to talk uh, this week about the T. We're up to the T in trust, and um, I'm gonna. I, I think it's gonna be. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm gonna. We're gonna go back into the Old Testament, and in the Exodus. Uh, and, and in that chapter 14, there's this moment in time when the people of Israel are trapped between the Red Sea and Pharaoh's armies coming at them. And they're trapped. And uh, and they have to trust God. And it's a big deal. And I just think there's something about feeling trapped that we can relate to. And, and sort of how through all of this, you know, it's trusting in God that's going to make a difference. And we're going to build on that. I think it'll be, I think it'll be very helpful. So, um, if you want to get prepped up for the sermon, um, it's Ezekiel, I mean, Exodus chapter 14. And, uh, get that read. And, and, uh, and, you, and if, you know, I, I like context, right? You might want to get chapter before it and a chapter after it, something like that. But, uh, if you can. And, uh, I'll be talking about that. I think, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be, uh, it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun message to, uh, 
so to get together with. We're on the T in light now, huh? Yes. Okay, cool. So yeah. are, are we going to have a super long series called Light, or is it going to be like – What's our I might, time frame? Or you, I don't, might run, you don't hold yourself to time frames. You just not too much. I might run through some of the letters again. Um, I'd still I still want to talk a little bit more about prayer, and I think I'll do that in the implore because I've been threatening to go back to the Lord's prayer. Uh, you know, as I'm praying, I'm, I'm I really want to make sure that I'm uh, I'm listening for the Lord and using this time in a way that helps people that. Um, you know that I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm really praying about messages that are helpful in living this thing out. This is a difficult season, and uh, and so you know my my hope is that as I sort of study and pray, and I, I I get what's uh, what's on you know the, the Lord's heart to to give to His folks, and so um, if if you know next week I get into you know sort of let's move into something else, we will, but uh, but we may stay here and because you know. All of this is goes back to being a light, right? How important it is to be a light in the world. And uh, I, you know, again, I keep going and saying thank you to the church. We're we're doing all that we can to be a light, and it's because the, the church is so generous and allows us to do those things. That um, I know that uh, uh, these outreaches and stuff are making a big difference in the community. We, you know, I forgot to mention too, we've had the ice cream truck out a lot, yes. and. Um, and that's been a that's a big hit, just you know, as it goes down the neighborhoods and little Who kids love can ice come. Cream? It's, I know, and it's free. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's even it's even better. I don't. Yeah. I I should, probably should always mention that stuff. That you know, all these things are free, right? We we right. just give it away. Um, and um, and so um, you know, we we just keep going and being a light in that process. So. So I'm looking forward to that, and and um, not a hundred percent sure about next week yet. I haven't got that far. I'm still. Still trying to get this week's out and um, tune it up for that. How about uh, how about on your end? What's uh, what's up for the the worship set? So I wrote them down so I wouldn't be jumping on planning center right before. Uh, we're starting off with the song Waymaker. Everybody loves that song. Uh, you actually told me to do it, so we're doing it. <laughs> I asked. I asked you to do it. I, you, it wasn't a toll. You, you heavily implied it, but it's all good. I, you know, that's such a great song. I was very happy yeah. to do it. And then, well, and um, do you get that he, he he makes a way? That's why I was. Yes. It kind of fits with way the message. Waymaker. He, yes. He's a he's a waymaker. Yeah, he, yeah. When we're feeling trapped, he makes a way. Very good. And then um, after that, we're doing the new Jesus Culture song we did last week called Gold, uh, by Katie great Torvald. Song. Angie's doing that one. That's going to be fun. And uh. Pastor Angie is actually going to be our guest on the podcast next week, too. She said yes. So Billy nice. has a meeting, but it'll be Pastor Angie, so that'll be fun. Okay. And then um, after that, we're doing, I think it's Highlands Worship. There's a song called Jesus, You Alone. Uh, my wife, Kimberly, will be doing that. And then the last song I'm super excited about, uh, Easter Sunday, Elevation Worship came out with a song called Rattle. And it's really guitar-driven, lots of, like, good rock vocals so uh that'll be a new one for us this weekend too that's going to be a lot of fun so you'll definitely want to tune in for worship this weekend it's going to be going to be very cool yeah i i am um, i just watched that on youtube and that's a great song it, and it's video. really i mean the video is interesting too because it's social distance yeah yeah <laughs> video. it's so fitting yeah. for this time you know elevation <laughs> worship is like writing songs and then in a couple of weeks they're publishing it. it's crazy um yeah. So yeah, they're 
they're doing awesome over there. Uh, anyway, the the title of this episode was called Jesus Moment Bible Institute, and I thought it would be cool if everybody got a little history lesson on kind of how it started, and you were the driving force behind it. So, uh, when did the Jesus Moment Bible Institute, that's what we do on Wednesday nights, that's the website, you talk about it, you know, frequently, but when did it all start, and, and how did you start it? So, uh, it, it all started in uh, the beginning of 2014. I kind of had the idea at the end of 2013. Uh, in response to, there was a group at, at the church at that time, who um, really wanted to sort of dig in deeper, and um, I, I wanted to find a way to make it rewarding, a rewarding experience, um, and also figure out how to get some, get maybe and earn a degree with it. And and so um, began to do some research, and and initially we started with one group of courses uh, that was real good, but. Uh, as I was putting it together, I think we've talked on some of these shows something about I was busy playing with websites all the time back then. Uh, I I, um, I went and found a domain name, onlinebibleinstitute.org, so I bought that domain name, and I built a website on that, well, and built it in a way that if you search on Google for an online Bible institute, we come up one or two all the time and have for years. So... Um, so then we started to add students from all over the world who were just finding it and wondering if they could get involved. And so um, so then we had to go and find other courses. The, the first courses that we did um, actually had a little cost to them. And so um, uh, we had to figure out how to do courses without that cost. So I started researching all over the Internet and found out that there was a lot of really good institutions that offered college-level uh, courses for free, and so um, with some of those institutions, we made a, an agreement, and I have some signed agreements with some of them. With some, we we didn't, but we um, we just encouraged our students to sign up to their free courses, and um, and then just as they take their free courses, they just write about that in our forums, and when they complete those free courses, we give them credit for it. So um, we were able that way to sort of put together a group of about 115, 120 courses. Uh, and so you, you only have to take 20 to earn an associate's degree or 40 to earn a bachelor's degree. And then in um, 2014, 15, or 16, I applied uh, to the state uh, for the ability to award degrees. And um, we, we were able to do that. Florida, has, Florida allows that for religious institutions to award degrees. So we began to enable, we're able to award our own degrees, our uh, associate's degree, our bachelor's degree in ministry. So um, that group that started in 2014, by the time we got to 2016, 2017, a lot of them were ready for an associate's degree. And so we were able to award them associate's degrees. And uh, that was our first sort of class that went through. And there was about 25 of them, I think, that got associate's degrees. And then since um, quite a few have gone on and gotten bachelor's degrees and other people have earned associate's degrees, I, I don't have the exact number in front of me of all the degrees we've given, but I think we've, um, we've, we've granted uh, over 50 associate's degrees now and probably in the neighborhood of uh, 20 or 30 bachelor's degrees. 
um, ministry degrees to students all over the world, and and many of them are involved in full-time ministry, which I think is really cool. So to be able to help people and bless people in that way, because a lot of people that want to take Bible classes that just don't have the money. It's expensive. um, You know, I looked at taking classes from Liberty University, and it would have been significant cost. So, uh, you know, different style of program, different thing, but I think for people in the ministry, this is a great option, because, yeah, obviously it's free, but it's very good, and it's more focused on absorbing the content than cramming for a test or writing a ridiculously long paper where you're just, like, unable to really make it coherent because you're just trying to space it out so far. So, uh, no, I'm really proud of what our church has been able to do with that. And uh, Alicia has a funny comment. I'm waiting for it to show up in my software. Let's see if we can. As of yesterday, we had 1,080 students. 1,080 students (laughs) enrolled. Yeah, 1,080. Which, you know, I'm reading her comment. That's funny, yeah. 1,080 students. Alicia's one of our students now, too. That's great. And, you know, um, it's a great deal for anybody, really, even if you don't want to earn a degree. Just to, I like constantly learning. I'm always taking courses. I've got two or three courses going now um, in different places all over the Internet um, because I I like to be learning. I like to get different viewpoints. I I like to be encouraged, you know, and so I don't think that should ever end. Um, You know, I'm coming up on 60 uh, years of age here soon, and I'm not ready to be done learning. Oh, that's in May, Uh, isn't it, the 26th? Yeah. You got any big plans? No. No, I might I might start going to sleep a little earlier every night. There you move go. that from eight to like seven thirty maybe. Hopefully, uh, but, uh, Denny's is open, so you could get like a four o'clock <laughs> early bird special there. Get to bed by six. It's kind of the problem is it's so far away from my house, Denny. I if I go out that late, I don't want to drive back. Uh, it might get dark or something. Um, and I, I, you know, we were the Bible Institute. I, I see one of your questions is you know if there's any future expansion. I kind of like where it is right now. Sure. Um, it takes a lot of work that uh, because it's free, there's not a staff um, doing it. It's me pretty much reading people's papers and and uh, uh, encouraging them and helping them, you know, and getting their stuff. So it's kind of about what I can handle uh, at this point in time. So I don't I don't see it, you know. But we'll continue to add courses. I like that we're adding, um, you know, a, a thing that hasn't really taken off yet that I think will some point in time is that um, when people connect with that, that you can actually earn a degree by just coming on the weekends. And because uh, I'm rolling all those things into courses, all of these series that I do roll into courses. And if you're listening, you're already getting a lot of the work done. All you really need to do to count it towards a degree is enroll in the institute and um, write a comment in the forum, and then at the end of the series, you write a paper, and that counts as a course. So for people that are really busy, it's still a great option. You know, for me, um, part of my thing in this was I... I, uh, So I got saved here in the Keys in uh, 1985, and then shortly thereafter felt called into the ministry. I had no background because I, I grew up, you know, as a pagan, basically. No church experience. And um, and then I had that calling into the ministry and, and, you know, what do you do with it? I knew I needed education. Uh, and, and so um, 
and, and you know, 1985, there was an internet, uh, there, you know, like we have now. Um, and so, you know, I had to go and figure out how to continue my studies um, in the right direction. You know, I, I went back. I'd had a year of college at that time, and then I'd quit because I was running bars before I got saved. And uh, and then, uh, which actually was very kind of, I learned a lot. <laughs> That helps you, me. In you, you've used a lot of the management <laughs> principles you learned yeah. in the bar. Management. In your turn. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it yeah. goes to show God uses everything. Yeah, yeah. All of that, you know, I used to run in bars and then I used, you know, talking to people and cooking. You know, we had kitchens. I learned how to run kitchens. I used to DJ sometimes in the clubs. And so I, I kind, of, kind of got a feel for, for being up in front. And, uh, you know, and you'd have to talk on that microphone in front of people sometimes. So, uh, you know, way different than they do it now. We actually had real turntables back then and stuff. But, um, uh, you know, as, as far as education goes, uh, then, then, so I had to get schooling. I, like I said, I went back to community college, finished up a couple of years, and then I, I did the rest of my correspondence, um, which was really tough and very hard. Great education. I went and, and got, uh, you know, a, a degree from, uh, it's, it was Berean University at the time. They've changed their names yet. It was an AG school. Uh, accredited school, great education, very happy for it. But it was a lot of really hard work, and you had to send stuff back and forth. Um, and then, you know, some years after that, I got my master's degree at another place. And, and that was, by then, we were on the Internet and able to do those things. We got, but, I got the same master's as you. We got it from a school called yes. Atlantic Coast Theology and Seminary. But yeah, we're both right. al- we're, we're alumnuses of the same place, basically. I got my bachelor's from St. Leo University, which is right. uh, you know they have a campus in Key West, and yeah, we're right. we're both graduates from the FKCC, which is now Florida a four-year Key. school, right. College of the right. Florida Keys. So uh, yeah, and, and no, all I'm, those schools are now proud. online schools. Yeah. Both of both my kids, Douglas and my daughter Sarah, went to the community college and then went to St. Leo's and graduated. And so that's a very we were very happy about that. Then Douglas went on and got his master's degree. But you know the the institute was born out of that my experiences, and and then how to make it so that people could, you know, I want people to learn uh, and and um, be able to get ahead and and work on those things. So we put that all together, and then you know I I didn't. I never found a free option back when I was going for it. So uh, that was another thing that, you know, we've always tried to be able to, how can we do this and make it free and so that it's not an obstacle for people. So we, we figured that out. So that was good. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's tremendous. So we had a comment from Sheila, which was actually from Chassis. She says hi. So here, I'll put that on. Ah. So there you go, from Chassis. Hi. Cool. Hi. So, We'll give it a few seconds. Good to see you guys. Because, yeah, there's there's probably like 20 seconds of latency from when we talk to when we see the messages. But um, now's a great time to post your comments. Any questions you have for us, whether about the Bible Institute or, you know, my dad's cat, which used to be my cat, anything going on, you know, now's a great time. We really want to get the uh, the interaction going. That's our goal with this. So I'm trying to think of... How about you ask me a question? Because you got to do a lot of talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> like <laughs> you can't think of anything. Nice. Uh, well, you put me on the spot. I'll I'll think of something in a second. <laughs> um, 
What was I going to, let's see, what would be a good question for you? Uh, how about you as far as having to prepare and continue to prepare for worship during this time when, you're, when you don't have that sort of interaction with people? You know, because really leading worship is all about just that. It's not just playing music. It's about leading people into worship. How, how are you finding that in, in these times when we don't really have, you know, we're doing these recordings just there? Right. And um, what is that like? And still, I mean, it's very worshipful, but there's a difference. So how's that going with you? You know, like, especially when there's only two or three people in the room, it, it's a different feel, right? So I try to be more upward focused during the worship, uh, which is like, okay, God, use this. And, you know, I have to sort of feel like there's people in the room still because there's people watching. You know, people will engage based on my engagement level with it and the the team's engagement level. So I think we're fortunate that, you know, our worship team is very engaged. You know, I'm very proud of each person on our team and their engagement. But, you know, during the week, I'm praying. I'm like, okay, Lord, what songs should we do? I try to pick songs that are uplifting and encouraging because I think that's what people, you know, need right now to kind of get going. But it's just, right. it's a lot of praying. It's like, Lord, use this, you know. I know you can. Help. That's, we just kind of ask for God's help the whole time, really. You know, he's the one who makes it all happen. And uh, it's just, it's a lot of prayer. It's a lot of Letting God do his thing, you know. I just try to do what I can and hope that it helps, you know, people online. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm encouraged. I feel like we're getting close to the tail end of the lockdown where, um, you know, I feel very optimistic about us meeting in person where we've got people in the room. might be different. It's going to be a new normal, but it's it's got to be coming soon. I think we're we're getting close with lots of protections in place. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that. And it's just, like I said, staying upward focused, I think, is important for all of us to do. Yeah, I get a sense, uh, you know, so Alice and I are in the room when worship is going on. um, And, you know, we're fortunate to be there. But it, it feels to me when we're in there, that we're still sort of all together worshiping. I, I get a sense of, uh, of you know being a bigger a part of a bigger something in those moments. So, so that's been helpful. And I, you know, even for me, when I'm up there speaking with you know just a few people in the room, yeah. the folks on staff and stuff, it's a it's a different dynamic. But yeah. you you get a sense that you you know that you know you're it's going to be out there for people, and so that's an important thing. And you know, I'm too. I'm I'm optimistic about. Uh, uh, reading some, uh, getting ready for us sort of figuring out how to get back together soon. And we'll be talking more about that. We've, we've got, uh, we're not, we're ready. We're just waiting. But yeah. it's not like we haven't given it a lot of thought. So oh, we're, we're just we're trying about to be. about it every day. Yeah, yeah. So someone here, so Carol just started reading Daniel. Daniel's a great book. Um, one of my favorites. Of course, I will say that about every book. They're, they're but, all your uh, favorite, just like everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I just did a I just did a study on Daniel too, um, just a couple of weeks ago, I think. So it was one of your probably, Wednesday night talks. 
when you were going it was just, to the and Testament. it was just happened. So I just did Hosea the week before that. I did Jonah probably the week before that. So six five four. So probably if you want some insight into Daniel, uh, Daniel, go um, and uh, you can find my talks with. You don't even have to go to the Bible Institute on uh, Vineyard Church online. Which the way to get to that is. Uh, keysvineyard.info and go to the videos and uh, Carolyn then watch the the uh, video from uh, Old Testament 3 uh, the prophets part 4 part 3 or 4 and that'll be all about Daniel and I think I'll give you some good insight into that great book lots of neat stuff to read in Daniel you know the characters in Daniel are wonderful you know Shadrach Meshach and Abednego and uh, you know the being tossed into the fire and how Jesus is the fourth one in the fire and comes and rescues them, and that's really cool. And then you've got the whole lion's den story in Daniel, which is another another wonderful passage about the faithfulness of God. You know, and really Daniel has a lot about the faithfulness of God. It's also very prophetic. Um, Daniel seven, in particular, has uh, got a lot about uh, you know the the end, if you would, ties in with Revelation a lot. And uh, you know, certainly we're looking forward to to uh, all those things that are coming when God makes all things new. Remember, that's the, that's the idea. In the end of Revelation 21, it's really about God making all things new, how cool that is, and um, re- restores the earth and gives us new physical bodies and we're with him forever. And there's clues to that in Daniel. So, great book. Go watch a video, uh, and I think you'll get some insight into that. Very cool. We'll stay online for a few more minutes. That was the most recent question comment do you so mia your little rat terrier made the sermon this last weekend is she near you yes Did she make a guest appearance uh let me see if i can get her hang on i got my office door closed <laughs> let's see if i can get your mother hey because alice can you bring mia here douglas wants to introduce mia to everybody yeah. the 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 cat gets all this screen time i feel like the dog who's the dog's your favorite like I, I made a post yes. on National Siblings Day with Sarah and I, and the hashtag was, the dog is the favorite. The dog wasn't in that picture, though, but uh, this is this is the favorite child coming into the shot this now. This is my favorite. Come here. There's, oh, there's my Mia. goodness. There she is. <laughs> there's my mom. Yeah. yeah. And there's Mia. That's Mia right there. Yeah. Can you say hi to everybody? Huh? He's just watching Alice. He's like, what's going on? What's happening to me? And Mia makes quite a few sermon illustrations. Yeah, she does. She, so she's. I talked last week about how she greets me when I come home, even if I've only been gone for a few minutes. It's always amazingly welcoming, with lots of activity and spinning about. And I, you know, the comparison I made was not comparing her to God in any way, but how, how excited it is when, when we are spending time with God. You know, he's always... Always happy for us to check in like that. So she's good. She's gotten a little gray, but uh, Mia's. She's a good dog. Ten or eleven ten. now? Ten. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Ten. I think she's ten. She'll, yeah. be 11. She'll be eleven in October. So, but yeah, she's our baby and our favorite. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's saying that. All right. Okay. Not true. There's, Not true. Yeah. <laughs> Here. <laughs> And, Take our and those are the only Thank two pets you. my parents have. That's it. Yep. Cool. Well, That's all right. it. Well, we're going to be goodbye vineyarding here. We'll make that an action okay. phrase, a verb. 
So, if you guys have anything you want us to talk about in the coming weeks, post them in the comments now. On Facebook, like the church's page, YouTube, subscribe. You'll be able to find this podcast on iTunes and Spotify, so you can find it there. Share it with your friends. We will see you next week. Have a great day. Absolutely. See you guys. Spotify, Keys, Keys Vineyard, Spotify. Yes.